It's been a it's while. Been a <laughs> Whoops. Uh, we are bad at this. We have been bad at this for a while. Yeah. What can you do? It's true. You know what? We're doing our best. So. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. The book we're like meant to be reading at this current point in time is not being like, I cannot read it. I, I feel like I understand what it's like to dislike reading right now. Like no part of me can read this. Yeah, I was good. I was actually going to suggest that maybe we skip it because I haven't picked it up since we like talked about it. It's not bad. It's in no way like that bad that I'm like, I can't read. I just like, I can't. Like, I don't know what it is. I think we should just like continue to slowly pick through it. But like while reading other books that we enjoy more so that we can do an episode on it eventually. (laughs) Maybe seven years later. (laughs) I literally, I I picked it up to read, read a sentence and was like, I would rather sleep. (laughs) And I just put it away. That's true. But I feel like I could like it just not right now that's the thing it's it has the essence of a book I would like and I don't know what's wrong like I cannot stand reading it such a popular book like I so I like I just can't I can't do it right now I can't, I don't know what I need it to I need it to be a lot more autumnal in the air. Um, you know what though, I'm glad you're having the same issue I am because I was just gonna let you read it and be like, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I vote. Read it. Yeah, I vote. We just put it on the back burner for a while and read. Red Rising, which was my pick for the next book. Red Rising. Is it, it's a series? Yeah, it's a series. It's like a, a five dystopian book series? series, I think. The five book series one? Yeah. The cover is like red. Okay, I see it. sweet into it okay dystopian one of the best books of the year according to entertainment weekly on google i don't know what year i mean to be fair the secret history is also rated quite high so i don't know if i want to (laughs) it's it's an us you know what I, i also really want to read the fourth wing Oh, I want to read The Fourth Wing so bad. I'm going to. I'm going to read it probably with Emma on Quadra. So we could make... Maybe we should do Fourth Wing next. Instead of Red Rising? Instead of Red Rising. I yeah. think this is this is also a series, is it not? Or like a duology or something? But it's not a, com- it's not a complete series. 
I'm just reading quotes off the internet right now. Uh, the most brutally addictive fantasy series. Nope, I just threw in the word series. That's not what it says. The most brutally addictive fantasy I've read in a decade. However, I will say my therapist said she read it and didn't think it was that good. So I would manage your expectations a little bit. <laughs> you know what? After trying to read... um. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. You know what I mean. It has to be better. That's true. That's but true. yeah, which, which do you want to do? Red Rising or this one? I think let's do Fourth Wing. Okay. Because I'm going to be reading it anyways. Like Emma and I are planning on just like kind of having a cozy fall reading adventure on Quadra. And we're just going to like drink wine and read books. And so she really wants to read this. So I feel like. Might as well. Sweet. And honestly, if it's like a not good fantasy book, we'll probably love it. Yeah. I think <laughs> I honestly need, I just need a fantasy book. I can't, I have too much like non-fantasy reading for school right now. I need something like to like totally disassociate. As soon as it's too like lifelike, I'm like, mm, don't love that. I completely agree. And that's on us. Yeah, I I feel like we got back into the swing of the podcast for a little bit. And then I don't know what it is about the secret. It's the long chapters. I need to feel like I'm accomplishing something when I'm reading. We do actually really hate long chapters for no like, it doesn't make any difference if it's not. It really doesn't. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's... Are you good? What was that? I just, I, like, I always like to have a little sample on my phone of a book before, like, getting it so I can start it before I get it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, And I'm already more intrigued in, like, two sentences. <laughs> turns out i just like fantasy books no there's definitely some non-fantasy books that we like and also it's not that i don't like this book it's just not the vibe right now and i can't force it yeah like i fully had an easier time reading some ancient cases case law (laughs) and i was like this is an issue Okay, well, anyways, um, at long last, uh, we're doing this almost two months after we said uh, we were going to be doing this, Um, but we're finally doing the Books and Bevies Awards again, the annual shindig. The almost annual. (laughs) I actually, like, (laughs) annual in quotations, we'll definitely do it once a year. But but when within that year, uh, that's a mystery (laughs) to everyone. It's a mystery to us, too. 
Okay, so should we just um get right into it? Because like as we yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Do you have a bevy? Water. Same. I, I listened to oh. proceed. I was just gonna oh, say no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it really has been a while for us recording <laughs> we're not good at this anymore okay you go you go <laughs> okay I was going to say that I um listened to our last um B&B awards uh because I was like I completely forget the like categories and I also forget like the books we read the last year so I made sure to like write down everything um and I like we are just so kind of like lame now like when we did the first one like we got champagne and we're like doing mimosas and like actually drinking because it was like it makes sense I feel like I should have a mimosa in my hand right now. I wouldn't be opposed to a mimosa, but then I would have to leave my house to get a mimosa. And I was like, no. We've uh, become boring in the one year. Mm -hmm. I can't believe we've been doing this podcast for two whole years, though. Neither can I. Like, that's pretty fucking nuts. And there's people who are st who have been listening for that long, which is even crazier i'm honest i'm like reading the list right now of books that we read in this past year while doing the podcast poorly imagine if we were actually like consistent with it imagine how much bigger that list would be yeah hmm. Hmm. what were you going to say oh i was just gonna say that i had not pre-looked at this list or the categories so I'm going fully based off what I remember which is probably not that much I mean same because I only made these lists like 20 minutes ago so <laughs> we are prepared <laughs> anyways do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Last time we did alternate and went like, you know, for the categories like they yeah. And you started last year, so. All right. Well, all you this year. Okay. Katrina, what was your favorite standalone book? Of this year? <laughs> Oh, I'm going to have a fucking hard time editing this one. <laughs> a lot of pauses. You know what? I think I'm going to have to go with The House in the Cerulean Sea. I did the exact same one. That was... It was kind of between that incredible. or The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. That one was also really good. But The House in the Cerulean Sea just has a special place in my heart. I had like no beef with the house of the cerulean sea and it was so surprisingly like good whereas yeah. invisible life of Addie larue i there was too many endings for me 
side right, I remember like, slight beef. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. The, the house in the Silurian Silurian Cerulean Sea is like just an objective ten out of ten, I think. Like I think if I ever met someone who didn't like this book, I would have so many questions, comments, and concerns for them. Yeah, it's it's beautifully. It's that's beautiful. I wish I could read it again for the first time. And that was also our first guest episode. That was with Emma. Was yeah. Incredible job, Emma. <laughs> You have our favorite Literally. of the year. <laughs> All because of you, Emma. Yeah, that was such a good book. All right. Um, favorite series. <clears throat> um, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I think like really the only series that we read like I think we started we we started the cruel prince by the end of August but obviously it's going to be thrown a glass I think it was the only one but I'm also very happy that it's there yeah I guess Crescent City is also a series oh yeah that's true but you know it's not it's it's not Crescent City (laughs) yeah no those the absolute worst (laughs) um I would have to agree, unsurprisingly. Also, especially because I think at this point we were in, we had gotten past like the first two books of Throne and Glass and we were starting to get into like the really good stuff. So it was good. Big fan of Throne and Glass. Big fan of Sarah J. Mass, but just really not Crescent City yeah and I feel like that kind of leads into favorite mm. female character because there's no way the answer is different um it's, it's Aelin. true it's Aelin there's again that that's the answer yeah there was there was no way there's there's not a single ca- like there's no one from like any books across the board that like really compare to her no female character um and what about male character you know what end of crescent city 2 reese is there so can i throw <laughs> yeah Ooh. um if that's not allowed <laughs> it's allowed we can make the rules we can do a runner-up yeah i'm trying to think who else I couldn't really think of one, but I put down Dorian. Yeah, Dorian's good. How are you not saying Lorcan for yourself? Oh my god, I forgot Lorcan. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> you know what? Lorcan's also in my list. <laughs> um, he doesn't. He doesn't beat out Reese, but Lorcan's pretty. I love Lorcan. <laughs> for no reason i love him that's how i feel about dorian it's like objectively like not as well developed of a character as some of them but for some reason i'm just like he's my favorite and i can't explain why yeah and that's what i need in like a book that we're reading right now i need the attachment that i feel for characters sometimes that i'm not getting out of what we were attempting to read 
A hundred percent. I think um, another like honorable mention would be uh I think his name was I forget what his name was, but uh from the picture of Dorian Gray. I liked his character. Not the picture of Dorian Gray. Um The Invisible Life of Hattie LaRue. <laughs> I was like, no way you loved his character. <laughs> also his names in the title. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I was it, still thinking about Dorian and I just just pulled a pulled the title. Oh my god. Whew. Um Ooh, I actually I don't know if I know this the answer to this one. Best plot twist. I put down the silent patient because I audibly like gasped at what the end of that, that book. That was the one with the girl in the mental hospital who didn't speak, and then, yeah. That was a good plot twist. And then I also put down, just like, in general, the Throne of Glass books, because the endings of those books were just like plot twist after plot twist after plot twist, and I was stressed, especially Kingdom of Ash. The last hundred pages of Kingdom of Ash was too many plot twists, and I was sweaty. And also weepy. Yeah. Are you thinking of another, of an, uh, are you going to speak? <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think of like the plot twists in each of the books as I go down the list. <laughs> but I think you're right. That was probably the most like audible. Oh, I did yeah. not see that coming. I think the Maidens was also pretty good. But I don't, re- like I I don't think the plot twist was as good as the style of patient, but I think the maidens was a better book overall. That's how I feel. Yeah. Those are my thoughts and feelings and opinions. All right. And your least favorite plot twist? Mm, I don't know. Really? <laughs> no. Your head is just empty right now, isn't it? Yeah. I'm trying so hard to think what happens in all these books. <laughs> You want me to, you'll agree with my answer once I tell you. Okay. Both of the Crescent City books. (laughs) They they weren't plot twists, though. They were just bad. No, but the plot twists within those books were also bad. plot twists in those books? Yeah, like, do you remember when, like, there was a really big plot twist in the first book? And then they kind of just went, oh, just kidding. He's actually still a nice guy. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. You know what? I do remember like Hunt being bad for like half a second and be like, oh, just kidding. Like, yeah. You know what? That was a terrible plot twist. I thought it was going to be good for a second. I was like, oh, I did not see that coming at all. Turns out. And then like, and then a lot of like plot twists will be like, oh my God. And they were mates. And I'm like, okay enough (laughs) that is actually the worst the worst aspect of these books just like as a whole series a whole all of sarah j mass universe the rarity of mates (laughs) everyone has one i would say throne of glass is the only one that does it well because there's only one like it's only Rowan and Aelin 
who are actually but they're just like as as like it's like a whole world they're building right so like different yeah there's no it's true it's true it's true but you're right that was a bad plot twist such a bad plot twist i feel like the like where throne of glass did it really well where like the ends of the books were like plot twist after plot twist after plot twist but it was actually like exciting and the plot twists made sense and they weren't like taken away which was kind of weird um I do also, I just thought of another one. The last to vanish, I it's not really like a plot twist, but I guess kind of the ending where you find out what happened. I didn't love. Like, it was just kind of like, oh. Yeah, actually, I agree with that. I remember thinking that the plot twist was kind of underwhelming, and I think they could have gotten more weird with it based off of, like, what was happening in the books yeah like i feel like there was build up for other things and then it just didn't happen i was like and then it was just like a very very underwhelming explanation for what was going on yeah so honestly it might be that for me i didn't it was just a weird that's true because i i remember like it was kind of like with um we were liars where as I was reading the book, I was thinking of better endings. And then I get, I get, I figure out what the real thing is and it's just not as good. Agreed. Both bad. Both bad. Uh, Who had the best character development for you? I forget his name but i put down the main character in the house of the cerulean sea oh my god he did have a wonderful character development so cute yeah i do think i think dorian um in the throne of glass series also had mm. wonderful character development mm-hmm. um manon Manon, incredible character development. I forget the prince from Cruel Prince, what his name was. Yeah, but he he had he wasn't developed yet. That was the first book. Oh, just one book. Fair. Mm-hmm. So not yet. <laughs> Later next year. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what would be so funny. Okay, hello, you're back. Are you pranking me? Okay. <laughs> I admit the entire whatever you just said was just uh, like that robotic sound. That's actually what I was trying to say. Um, okay. <laughs> I think you were weirdly frozen but also lagging or maybe like looping because it looked like you were moving in real time just like staring at me and then looking at something else and then staring at me and then looking at something else and then I was like can you talk and then you would just look at me and then look at something else (laughs) I was just like what is happening right now no no I did not I thought you were pranking me yeah that's all I heard I heard nothing and then are you pranking me I was like what So, uh, round two, what did you say? Oh, my God. 
um, I was saying that because Crescent City 3 comes out this year, imagine if Reese is just, like, the reigning favorite male character, like, three years in a row. Like, imagine if we just keep getting more content with Sarah J. Mass and Reese is, like, always in at least, like, one page, and we're like, well... <laughs> story he he is if he's in any like it can't be beat out i don't know what could possibly happen in my life where he is beat out as a male character in a book i agree anywho yeah i i think most of the characters back just like backtracking i think most of the characters in throne of glass had like the best character development your voice did the thing again the only word I got was simmering. I was saying rune as well. As like Ooh. and I said he's not he's not there yet, but I I see him simmering is what I said. You are correct. I agree. <laughs> we are so... just falling apart this episode. Sweet <laughs> wild to edit. I'm gonna have a bad time. Ugh. Okay, moving on. I don't remember who asked the last question because we're starting a new Zoom meeting, but um, I'm just going to go for it. Um, Worst character development. Um, The mom from Carrie. Facts. Horrible the whole time. Um. Dorian Gray, not that it was like not well done, it was just negative. Like his character is downhill. So worse yeah. than That's that. Kind of sense. I interpret it too. Okay, so like downhill character development. Maybe Dorian mm-hmm. Gray. Um maybe is his name Billy? <laughs> from Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh yeah, is it probably Billy? maybe I don't okay. know. It feels right, but yeah, he like started out so pleasant, and then he started, you know, cheating on his wife, being a little weird. Yeah. Um. So that well, was not. I, actually, I don't know. He didn't he cheat on his wife in the beginning of the book because he was doing a bunch of drugs, and he was like, maybe that's what really really substance abuse. I don't know. I, I think he was always sus in the book. But yeah. he did start out really good. Yeah. I, I know. Also probably, put down, probably Dorian Gray. Yeah. I also put down the um, protagonist from The Silent Patient. <laughs> oh, you know what? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I guess... You know what? Actually, Kale from, from Oh my Glass, god, yeah. That was negative character development for me. Because uh, we loved this man in the first book. We loved so, this man so much. Going from like passionate love to I wish he would leave. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Like that's some negative character development. It's true. And then there's like in Tower of Dawn, there was like an attempt at a redemption arc, but I just, I just, it didn't really cut it for me. 
No. I think that one's the most drastic. True. Um, Dorian Gray is the worst. Like, the... He fell the hardest. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, those two. Mm-hmm. And I guess with the silent patient, technically he was always like that. We just didn't see it. Yeah. Because the timeline was all weird. Yeah. I take back my Billy one because I forget kind of what he was going through. But I just know he's a bit sus. Yeah. I just can't remember like his like character development vibe. Yeah, I just know all I remember was he wasn't cheating on his wife. <laughs> he was cheating on his wife. So I'm like, that's True. pretty bad. That is pretty bad character development, if you ask me. Um, Saddest book for you. Probably going to come as a shock to no one. Uh, Kingdom of Ash. Uh, was that the one with Manon? Like the yes. 13? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that ruined my day. Uh, that, that that ruined a lot of me. I think about it often. I think I have like two, actually two, different kinds of sad though. That one was like sad, sad. Like I was a little bit dead inside. 1984 is sad mm. as in it like, it's like a, it's a different sad, you know? Yeah. I also put down the invisible life for like the same reason. Like I feel like the invisible life is just like such a like it was a sad vibe, you know. It is a sad vibe. I didn't cry, but just like the like specifically the male character whose name I forget, his like vibe was very sad and like Addie's life was just like really sad because no one remembered her and I was like, "Oh shit." I don't, I never, I would never want to live like that, you know? I would also not like to live like 1984, please, but. Yeah. Yeah. Okie dokie. What is your favorite book cover? I know you're not going to have an answer. (laughs) What a bold question. (laughs) Um, I, you know, I have seen. Uh, the invisible life of Addie LaRue like just around I like that there's really nothing on it I'm not a big like picture guy Mm -hmm. um I'm trying to think I think fear and loathing in Las Vegas has like a funny one I like that one Mm -hmm. oh Yeah, I don't really I have don't a paradox for mine. You know what? You're probably right. That is a beautiful cover. It's a beautiful cover, and I have the hard cover. I love a hard cover when, like, you take off the dust sleeve and it has like I don't know what it is, like because it's not an engraving because that's not, but you know what I mean, like when the hard cover like actually has an image on it yes I agree beautiful I I just can't wait to like live somewhere solidly and buy books and put them on a shelf yep I want a library of my own 
That is my life goal. That is my dream. Um, favorite author? Obviously, Sarah Jamas, <laughs> but also I put down Olivia Blake. She just crushes it every time. And I also put down Taylor Jenkins Reid. Like, why aren't we reading more of Taylor Jenkins Reid? Like, that's a perfect example of, like, a non-fantasy vibe that we both enjoy. Like, we've never not liked a Taylor Jenkins Reid book. Granted, we've read two, but... That's true. I think... Olivia Blake, for me, has been the most, like, solid, like, a maintained level of I'm confident. Um... Mm -hmm. After Crescent City, that's fair. Sarah J. Mass took such a hit for me where I was like, I'm so confident I would love anything that she put out. I was like, this woman can do no wrong. And then I read Crescent City 2 and I wanted to pass on so bad. That's true. That's actually fair. But also she did give us Kingdom of Ash. It was so good. I don't know. There's highs and lows. It's a roller There's coaster. I can't. Get, I, just, I don't know an answer. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Also, I I like V. E. Schwab. I want to read more V. E. Schwab. They have a lot of books, and I mean, The Invisible Life was such a such a good one. I I I want to read more. <laughs> I'm excited to enjoy reading again. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna have to read tonight. Uh, but we have to wait for the book to come in the mail. I have a little sample of like 10 pages I can read. Maybe I'll just pick up Akatar. Just a quick little reread. Should I read Throne of Glass? <laughs> Not Throne of Glass. <laughs> Thorns and Roses? Yes. I think so. See, but the thing is, if I start, I have to read the whole series. It's true. And then I'm going to want to reread Throne of Glass. <laughs> is that a bad thing? A um, little bit distracted. I have no idea who asked the last question. Neither, naturally. But top five books in the list of our past year. What would you say? Okie dokie. They can be in order. They can be random. Up to you. They're not going to be in order because okay. that is too hard for my... I mean, I know what my number one is. My number one is Kingdom of Ash. Hands down. Hands the fuck down. That book was a masterpiece. And then there's also another one I put in my top five from Throne of Glass, uh, Empire of Storms, because I also thought that book was a masterpiece. Um... And obviously the House in the Cerulean Sea, the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue, and the Atlas Paradox. Those are my tops. Those are my tops. I might have to agree with you. Whoa. I might kick out Empire of Storms. And put in Daisy Jones and the Six. I thought about doing that too. I literally, I, I they're like kind of tied for like. Yeah, like it was so surprisingly good, especially for like 
us who are notoriously anti anything that doesn't include fairies apparently <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was a surprisingly good read yeah um, yeah i might have to do that one daisy jones empire of storms no <laughs> daisy jones <laughs> kingdom of ash house in the cerulean sea invisible life and the alice paradox yeah I think I think so. Diversifying the list. I literally like I just wrote on our list like I wrote numbers beside and I put the number five beside Daisy Jones and Empire of Storms. I was so like unsure. No, I like that we both felt the exact same. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like that's different than last year. I didn't really listen to the episode too hard. I kind of like skipped through and just like tried to find the questions. Yeah, I do. I don't remember that, but I do remember us ranking um, Sarah J. Mass books, and that one was controversial for us. That one was controversial. That one was the the, I yeah we we both had some hot takes. Yeah, I can't believe you had a different number one. Insane. No, I didn't. Did you? Did you have a different number two? Different number two. Obviously, Court of Mr. Fury is the top one. (laughs) And I was like, how could you? The fact that, like, collectively, as people that have read the series, knows exactly what you mean if you say chapter 55 is all you need know. to know to know that that book is the best one. I should get the number 55 tattooed. Because five is also my lucky number. So I'll just have... I have 55 and people will be like what does it mean I'm like if you don't know then I can't tell you <laughs> like it's not something you you have to read an entire series to understand this <laughs> <laughs> technically not you only have to read the first two books yeah I guess but like but then you will read the entire series yeah, you're not gonna stop and then you'll read Throne of Glass and then you'll read Crescent City it's how the world works yeah, and then you'll be sad once you hit Crescent City. Um, but what can you do? I genuinely might reread Akatar today. I do kind of like I it, like it's such a weird thing. But the other thing too is I'm scared, like because you know how like the more you reread, the more you notice. I'm scared I'm gonna notice more and like spoil things for myself when it comes to like the next books you know what I mean I don't want to know the foreshadowing I want to be stupid and surprised (laughs) that's true I do I love the way we read with like absolutely (laughs) no thought um I'm gonna be honest I don't think that's a concern (laughs) that you're gonna (laughs) I I realized how that sounded as I started saying it (laughs) that's not what I meant (laughs) I just meant, like, you know when you get so excited when you're reading that you just, like, skim because you already know what's happening? Actually, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Yeah, that's what I meant. Not not that you can't pick it up. I just meant, (laughs) I don't think you will because it's too good that you speed read. Um, Yeah, honestly, I might have to, too. I just need... I I messaged Sarah the other day. I need a book that makes me want to throw it across the room of like excitement yes apparently the plot twist at the end of fourth wing is incredible so 
Okay, I'm going in on this list in 2024. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going into fourth wing with no thoughts. No thoughts, just vibes. Yeah, no expectations. Don't know what it's about. It's fine. I agree. But I'll just do a light little, light little Court of Thorns and Roses on the side. I think I might just re- try to read the first three books because I feel like I don't need to reread A Court of Frost and Starlight. No. <clears throat> and like, you don't need to read Silver Flames either. Like, I just want the trilogy. Yeah, those first three books are art. Actually, maybe I'll read Lord of the Rings or something. I have those books. You know what? I really want to read... Um... Oh my god, every time I'm trying to say something, I forget exactly what word I'm looking for. But it started out in my head, which is why I started talking. I was talking about Lord of the Rings? (laughs) Yes, the really popular television show with dragons. Game of Thrones? Game of Thrones, thank you. I want to read that too. I own the first book. I would love to read Game of Thrones. Yeah, I've heard like incredible things about the series. I feel like if we did that, we would definitely have to, like, break up the books per episode. (laughs) Do, like, half a book per episode. Yeah. They're long. Mm -hmm. Or we could do it, like, once a month. Where we read Game of Thrones and then other books and then... Yeah, like, little by little. Is, uh, how long is Fourth Wing? That's a great question. Yeah, is it one of those, like, 800-page books? I don't think so, and I hope not. Oh my god, 528. (laughs) What have we done? All right. (laughs) You know what? We can read fast. We can read fast. Especially if we're interested. Mm -hmm. I really want to do Lord of the Rings for the podcast. I don't know if I've ever read the Lord of the Rings series. They're good. I've read The Hobbit. I've read The Hobbit too. But I don't, I honestly don't know. Like I might have, maybe my dad read it to us when we were kids. But I don't know if I've read it on my own, you know? Well, one book at a time. Unless we start doing Game of Thrones. Oh, there's too many books to read. There's too many books to read. That's why. also why I don't want to read The Secret History. Because I feel like I'm just wasting my time. <laughs> Especially with the podcast, too. I'm like, dog, this is so so hard. Yeah. It, like, it's not meant to be this hard. We like to read. It should (laughs) be a battle. We have a podcast because we like to read. Yeah, we, it's, no, it's just not the vibe. It's, we'll read it I also just kind of think that, like, sorry to cut you off. That's okay. What a bitchy thing for me to do. Um, But I also feel like it's easier for me to read a book that I don't like if I, like, hate it. Because then I, like, am excited to talk to you about it. Whereas, like, with this book, I'm like, our review is just going to be so mid because we're going to be like, it was okay. Um, I relate to none of the characters at all. And uh, I was bored. But it's well written. Who would like it? (laughs) Yeah, we need to we need to pick like 
horrendous books or just the correct vibe books or else it doesn't work agreed i think fourth wing is the correct vibe though i think it's what i need yeah i i just really want to like not want to go to sleep to read okay also because we're kind of rambling if you want to follow us on social media, it's Instagram at bookbevies, and we have a Gmail for longer email inquiries, bookbevies at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I said that in the wrong order. You did say that in the wrong order, but it's okay. I recovered.